I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles. And this is your weekly update. It's Tuesday, February 21st. Let's start with what you missed over the last week. Then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. Okay, so obviously it is not Monday, February 20th. Your girl had President's Day off and family in town. So I did enjoy my Monday off. Hopefully you guys got it as well. So apologies for the late posting, but we'll still go over everything as if it was a normal Monday. So we are actually going to start with NCAA baseball and softball news. Not something I usually cover right off the bat, but I know last week was the debut of NCAA baseball, but this week softball made the news as number one Oklahoma fell to unranked Baylor. What was supposed to be an untouchable dynasty of a team fell just nine games into the season. Now number two UCLA has taken over the top spot, so they are new number one, and Baylor is now number 22. In the NBA, it was All-Star Weekend, so we had the All-Star Game on Sunday night, and it was first team to 182 points wins, and Team Johannes took home the victory, although Johannes didn't play, only he only actually scored two points, really, he actually like did play, but not more than just shooting free throws. He did score two points, but that is due to injury, which I will get to in a second. It was a close game, 184 to 175, but the three-point percentages made the difference as Giannis's team shooting was about 44% compared to LeBron's, which was 28%. Tatum also had himself a day scoring 55 points, and Mitchell scored 40, both for Giannis's team. In contrast, the highest scoring player on LeBron's team actually came off the bench, which was Brown with 35 points. So like I said, um, 
Giannis Antetokounmpo is still injured from the Bulls game on the 16th, but they did an x-ray and no serious damage has been shown. Looks like we're dealing with a ligament sprain in that wrist. Moving along to NCAA basketball, and there were a lot of losses. We start right out the gate with last Monday with number six, Texas, losing to Texas Tech. Texas Tech is 3-10 and 10 in the Big 12, and so starting off the week hot. Then on Tuesday, Oklahoma delivered the next upset in the Big 12, beating number 12, K-State, by 14. The Sooners are either hot or not. Although the Sooners did take their rivals, number six, Texas, into overtime on Saturday later in the week before losing by two. Number 18, Creighton versus number 24, Providence, promised to be a big showdown of the third and fourth highest ranked teams in the Big East, and the game lived up to the hype. In regulation, the teams actually switched at half, one scoring 36 and 37, then the other scoring 37, then 36, so we went into overtime, and we actually needed double overtime to get the winner here. It was number 24, Providence, that took home the W. Syracuse also upset number 23 NC State, so expect them not to be ranked at the end of the week. Number 10 Tennessee played number one Alabama, and they were tied up at 29 apiece at the half, but the Vols came back to take down number one. The top teams in the Big East then faced off with number 16 Xavier versus number 11 Marquette, and although we didn't need double overtime, Marquette won by one in regulation. Northwestern was responsible for beating number one Purdue a couple of weeks ago, and they delivered another upset this week, this time taking down number 14 Indiana after the Hoosiers came back from a 21-point deficit to tie the game with only 30 seconds left. Too bad it was not enough. Number 19 Iowa State put up 35 in each half to beat number 22 TCU. Number three, Purdue got destroyed by unranked Maryland and fans stormed the court. Number 25, FAU took its second loss in the CUSA, so the Conference USA, and third loss of the season to Middle Tennessee. Number nine, Baylor put up a good fight and an impressive first half, but ultimately fell to the number five Jayhawks by 16. Number 10, Tennessee had a great game against Bama, obviously, earlier in the week, but then fell to unranked Kentucky on Saturday by 12. Cannot take your eye off the ball for even a second, or that loss shows up in that column. Number 12, K-State had a nice bounce back from their loss this earlier this week to beat number 19, Iowa State. Also not a loss in the top 25, but still super noteworthy. Number 13, Gonzaga beat Loyola Marymount 108 to 65. Gonzaga would have literally won that game if they had just placed, played in the first half. They scored 68 points. And then number one, Alabama put up the same score, so 108, with a pair of 54s against Georgia, who they beat by 49 points. Moving along to golf. Well, Scotty Scheffler's reign at the top spot lasted only a week after John Rahm won at Riviera this weekend, taking home the Genesis Invitational. So an Invitational also means it has a limited number of invites that go out, so it usually attracts top talent. This year's brought in 22 of the top 25 golfers in the world. This is John Rahm's 10th PGA Tour title and 
third this season. Also, the other headliner was that Tiger made the cut for the weekend, but he then carded a five over final round. So not the round he really wanted, but we did get to see Tiger in Sunday red. Also, in case you missed it, Full Swing is out on Netflix and it is juicy. The Twitterverse has been just spilling all the tea. So if you are wondering what that is, that is the new Netflix documentary. It is done by the same people who did Drive to Survive. Very similar um, kind of documentary style, but it is about the PGA Tour and some Lyft Tour players. We actually do have a little bit of motorsports um, news this week as Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won the Daytona 500 in, I didn't even know this could happen, double overtime. So see, just because I know a lot of other sports doesn't mean I know them all. So didn't know you could have double overtime in NASCAR. That also means it went to a 212 laps. That is 12 laps further than normal. And 530 miles long, that race. This team was also the first to win co-owned by a black man and a woman. Moving along to Olympic sports, we had worlds for alpine skiing and Thursday, Michaela Schifrin brought home gold in the giant slalom and then silver later in the weekend. This does not count towards her world cup total because this is actually worlds, not a world cup title. So she is still one win away from Ingemar Stenmark's mark of 86 titles. However, Greece now has a medal in skiing worlds. AJ Jonas took second in the slalom to earn the first Greek medal in alpine skiing at worlds. It was also U.S. indoor championships in the track and field world this weekend, and a couple of American records fell, and basically the women tore it up. Aaliyah Hobbs broke the American record in the 60-meter, running 6.94 seconds. Then Anna Hall broke the American record in the pentathlon with 5,004 points. This was just nine points shy of the world record. That is equivalent to 0.03 in the 60 hurdles or half a second in the 800. But this was, she was not done either after this. She was the first woman ever to win a pent in the 400 meter dash with running 51.03. So that is the first ever double with the multis and 400 meter dash titles at US Indoors. She also won that by a full second in the 400, by the way. Deanna Price broke the world record in the women's weight throw, throwing 85 feet, four inches, which is 26.02 meters. She is the first woman ever to throw over 26 meters. Previous world record was 25.60. Also, this isn't the only record to fall this weekend. In the Dutch Championships, Femke Bol broke the 400-meter record, which had stood for 40 years. That new record is 49.26. Previously, it was 49.59. She is only 22 years old, so get used to seeing her name and more than just bronze at Tokyo in the 400 hurdles. So watch out, Sandy McLaughlin. I know you said you wanted to concentrate on the 400. You will have some competition. That is what happened over the last week. Now let's move on to what to watch this upcoming week. So we do have baseball and softball. The only games for softball or baseball that are televised on regular scheduled programming is Monday night. So it was last night, number seven, Florida State versus number 12, Alabama at 4 p.m. on ESPNU. And that is the only ranked versus ranked matchup. In the NBA, we are back in action on 
Thursday with the Grizzlies at the 76, 76ers at 630 on TNT. This is the second team in the West versus the third team in the East, followed by the Warriors at the Lakers at 9 p.m. also on TNT. Friday, catch, catch the Heat at the Bucks at 6.30 on ESPN, followed by the Thunder at the Suns at 9. On Saturday, you can catch the Celtics at the 76ers for a big matchup in the East, number one versus number three. That showdown will be at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. Then we have a lot of games on Sunday, the Suns at the Bucks. Bucks at noon on ABC, followed by the Lakers at the Mavs at 2.30. Then you can catch the Timberwolves at the Warriors at 6.30 on ESPN, followed by the Clippers at the Nuggets at 9. For NCAA basketball this week, yesterday, Monday, we had number five, Kansas, at number 22, TCU. They played at 8 on ESPN. Tuesday, today, you can catch number nine, Baylor, at number 14, Kansas State, at 6 p.m. on ESPN2, also at 6 but on ESPN will be number 11, Tennessee at newly ranked number 25, Texas A&M number 10 Marquette will play number 19 Creighton at 730 on Fox Sports one followed by number 23, Iowa state. They're lucky to be ranked still at number eight, Texas. They play at eight on Longhorn network. On Wednesday, a showdown in the Big East, number 20, Providence at number 18, UConn. They will play at 530 on Fox Sports 1. Then we don't have another ranked first ranked matchup until Saturday, and it actually won't be until Saturday night, with number 17, Indiana, at number 5, Purdue, at 630 on Fox, followed by number 15, St. Mary's, at number 12, Gonzaga, at 9 on ESPN. We also continue the XFL over this next weekend. I was, like I said, in attendance this past week. It was awesome. Dallas actually, or Arlington, won by two over the Vegas Vipers. So this will be the second weekend, and we actually start games on Thursday. And then we have another game on Saturday. But the big showdown will be between the Arlington Renegades, so basically Dallas, versus the Houston Roughnecks at 6 p.m. on ESPN2. That will be Sunday night. Then we are back in action for the PGA Tour, this time at the Honda Open. Round one will begin on Thursday at 2 on Golf Channel, and then we go to round Two on Friday, again at two on Golf Channel. However, on Friday, the Live Tour is back in action for the first event of the year. They will be at Mayacoba, so down in Mexico. You can catch that at noon on the CW app on Friday. Then on Saturday, you can actually catch round two for the Live Tour Mayacoba event at noon on CW. That will be on regular scheduled TV for the first time ever in the United States. Then you can catch the Honda Open round three at one on Golf Channel, and then they will switch over to NBC at two. Same goes, exact same schedule for Sunday. So live tour Mayakoba at noon on CW, Honda Open final round at one on Golf Channel, and then at two on NBC. For hockey, we have four games this week on regular scheduled TV. Wednesday, the Blackhawks at the Stars at 8.30 on TNT. Thursday, the Flames at the Golden Knights at 8 on ESPN. Then we actually have two games on ABC, so mainstream. On Saturday, the Rangers at the Capitals at noon, and then the Penguins at the Blues at 2.30. We have some Olympic sports this week as well. On Monday, NCAA Gymnastics Auburn versus Mizzou at 10 p.m. on ESPNU. Friday, though, 
I mean, SEC fans, hold on to your hats because we got three back-to-back all on SEC Network. So to start off your Friday, Kentucky at Florida at 5, then Georgia versus Auburn at 6.30 p.m., then Mizzou versus Arkansas at 8. Again, that's all on SEC. Then on Saturday, catch the Winter Cup, which is also gymnastics for women, at noon on NBC. That will be Saturday. And then Sunday, you can catch freestyle skiing and snowboarding, FIS World Cup, at 12.30 p.m. on NBC. This is freestyle skiing, not alpine, so it will not feature Michaela Schifrin. If you tune in trying to find that, you will be very disappointed. And then the only thing I want to point out, we do have Premier League soccer starting on Friday and Saturday, but we also have an MLS game, the Seattle Sounders versus the Colorado Rapids at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Another shorter episode for y'all. Thanks so much for letting me have yesterday off. I definitely needed it for President's Day. As a warning, I will also be traveling for work this next week, so the blog and podcast will drop on Tuesday again this next week. Just wanted to give you guys that heads up this time. As always, check the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, for more. Catch y'all on Tuesday.